If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make your podcast. Let me tell you why. First of all, it's free. You pay no fee whatsoever. It's absolutely, totally free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And most of all, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Well, the most important thing is that you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Well, what are you waiting for? Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and subscribe and make your own podcast. It's free. Welcome to this new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maramber Homa, and I welcome you to listen to this podcast about narcissism in general, toxic relationships, and ways to deal with them and to save ourselves, but most importantly, seek self-evolution regardless of the abuse. I hope you enjoy and find this episode and the upcoming ones enjoyable and insightful in any way shape or form and i thank you very much for listening now let's get started all right so what i want to talk about today is specifically the like the toxic boss in the workplace because i know like how important it is for us to establish a good relationship with our co-workers in our jobs but also it is important to realize how important also and crucial our relationship with our bosses really is so um i mean you really don't quit a job basically you quit the boss and you leave the job so um yeah and to this point um you get to meet the boss who tells you what to do, gives you orders, who gives you a certain infrastructures on what kind of things are expected from you and the kind of efforts that should be brought about by your uh, efforts and work. And of course, by your skills and how much you know. But of course, we all lack some knowledge here and there in some fields, in some way or somehow we are not perfect and we all know this even the boss themselves and we keep but we just we just can't sometimes to lose uh thinking about the idea of i really want to do better you know i really i got i have to do better there's something better that i that to strive for i'm not doing enough maybe i'm not giving it all that I have and you just keep blaming yourself and blaming yourself because truly what we do is we keep blaming ourselves because we always feel like we are insufficient to the work and to the duties and how well we perform in our jobs and uh, it just so happens that this is something that maybe is common between people I don't know about you you may you may have these um thoughts as well 
But if you don't, then congrats. You love your job, stay in your job. But I'm just saying, for a normal person to think like this, it's really normal to think like this. When Whenever uh, you feel like your boss is being present. They're doing their job, basically. Um, essentially, uh, what we'd like to think of it as is something that is rewarding. Every time... a our boss reminds us that we are not doing this this way or that way or we just think to ourselves yeah well maybe i need to do it their way you know maybe i should try to to listen to their advice instead of trying to do it uh the way i think i can do it and you try it and usually it fails so you try another method and then it fails until you figure out how to do it and you succeed because that's how it is in nature you know in the nature of things you try multiple ways and you experiment with it until you finally try something that actually works out and gives better outcomes fruitful consequences and it helps the the company move forward and that's what we basically do all our lives naturally speaking of course we make mistakes and we fail and we have to fail and we and we and we are based on failing and our learning is based on failing because that's how we learn that's how we that's how we progress in life if we don't make mistakes we don't know how to move on forward ever since we were babies we would stumble and cr- and fall and and crawl and and fall again and get back on our feet till we finally and then of course we have those very careful terrified baby steps until we finally manage to control our feet in a way that allows us to walk perfectly and then with age and with getting used to walking all the time we just find it automatic and that's how it is that's how the nature goes you know even in learning at school basically if something doesn't go right we have to go left <laughs> you know we try out different methods and we try out different um experiments that might eventually hopefully work if it doesn't we try another and that's it until we actually find the right way that's gonna lead us forward but of course um job wise and of course i'm gonna relate this point to schools because i think that there's um, a corrupt system which follows its own tail so at schools basically we learn that we have to memorize something by heart and learn it by heart as it is word for word and eventually succeed if we get to regurgitate that same definition as it is so that the professor get the professor i'm sorry uh gets excited and gives us the best grade the a all right or even the a plus and then we have um to be agreeable we have to agree on every single thing that the teacher tells us we have to use every single information that the teacher gives us because the teacher is the one that knows everything in the classroom basically and we have to obey his words to get the best grade and then after we graduate we move to the world of corporate 
uh, corporate jobs. And then we do the same thing. Basically, we are being, um, how do I say it? Um, we are being enslaved by choice by our, by our bosses and supervisors, so-called, of course, with these stupid fucking titles, um, to be told what to do, to follow instructions, to have some order, some kind of order that is gonna get us somewhere, some type of task to do to uh, help the company achieve their dream. And yeah, and that's what we do, basically. We follow, we listen, we take the rules, we do the uh, the tasks how they must be perfectly in order for us to get an A. And the same goes in the corporate world. We are basically given some tasks, some missions, some specific responsibilities that we have to do perfectly just like our boss wants us to in order for us to be the great employees or the employees of the month or something like that and yeah i mean i to an extent do not disagree with this like we have to have some sort of an order in our lives even in our jobs and we need someone to be a watchful eye of us um, in order to keep us on track and not to lose the progress and to help the company move forward because eventually it's teamwork. Everyone works, everyone has a different job and different tasks, but eventually we all work for the progress of the company and the profit of the company, you know? But here's something that is really sickening to me that is just, you know, to think of it even, it's not even natural. Okay, so your boss usually is someone who is, or my boss or anyone's boss at this point, is someone who you can notice sometimes that they can be a little bit arrogant, but they don't like to expose their arrogance much. Um, they have this ego that needs to be fed every now and then. They have this uh, perception of themselves and their company as the best in the world, as something that thrives on the the work of the employees. It's like, think of it this way. The company is the car, okay? Think of it like this. The car is composed of engine chairs, uh, the billboard, not the billboard, yeah, the engine, the chairs, the, the how do they say, the shield, glass shield, the doors, and the, and the wheels, the tires, that, the wheels that allow it to go, you know, move. So, think of it this way, the company is the rest of the car, and the employees are the wheels. So, yeah. <laughs> Why? Because first of all, the we're the wheels are the things that the only things that move in the whole car to make the car move. And second, because the wheels themselves are at the bottom of if you look at the car in an um in the perception of a hierarchy, then you'll find that the wheels are at the lowest. The base of the car is the wheels. The lowest position or rank 
in the hierarchy. Okay, and usually in, how do we say, in geography and subjects like those, when we study them in schools, when we study the uh, pyramidical hierarchy of society or whatever, the base is usually the thing that is the most basic or like the, the least important. And as we go up, it's more important and it becomes more or more scarce. So, yeah, and I mean, the whole company is based on the work of the employees who are supposed to do their jobs, quote-unquote, well, in order for the company to move forward. But guess what? People quit. People decide to leave. People change careers. It's not like something that is a permanent in their lives you cannot have someone work there their whole life what is it a freaking prison come on let's be real here and let's talk about the sickening thing that most of us dread and i think you might dread it i think you might love it i don't know about you but i'm just gonna say my personal opinion here so think of it this way You are trying to get to know your colleagues, you're trying to get to know the atmosphere of the company, the workplace, the the boss eventually, the supervisor. Yeah, so you're, you're, you're trying to get the big picture of how things are structured around you. And you're trying to get to know everyone. But sometimes... There's this thing that you don't feel quite right inside of you, intuitively speaking. And I don't know about men, but I mean, I'm sure men have their intuition as well. But for us women, it's more intense, I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. But um, when it comes to intuition, you just have this really, really weird, disturbing feeling in your gut. That something with someone is not right. You just feel it. And you can't, sometimes you you deny it, of course. You come to a point where, no, I mean, that person seems nice. You know, they talk nice to everyone. They're being nice to everyone. I can see how hilarious they can be sometimes. They can make jokes, jokes that could make anyone and everyone laugh at the same time. They're really nice people. They're charming and everything. And you just keep on trying to convince yourself of this, let's say, between parentheses, false messages. And then you just deny yourself and you say, this person is awesome, this person has nothing wrong with them and everything is fine and they're doing, they're treating everyone the same. But then, like, sometimes you do these mistakes, and I'm not saying these mistakes are intentional, of course. Nobody makes mistakes un- un- intentionally, unless, of course, they want to ruin the reputation of the company, unless they pretend to um, to listen to the orders and pretend that they are executing what is being told of them, but they're actually not, and they're and secretly, behind the scenes, they are working on working on uh destroying the company from within sometimes people do that you know for the sake of uh trying to uh avenge the boss which i'm gonna refer to later this point 
But for now, let's just put this point at aside, okay? And but then you notice these things, these subtle, really sometimes even abrupt things that sometimes feel like are totally disconnected from each other. But then when you um when you um take a look around you see how things are connected if you try to connect the dots you will see that there's some sort of a causality between the things that happen you know you know between you and the boss or the supervisor whatever whatever kind of title they're given and yeah and then you just you know you you try over time you notice these things getting more and more frequent and more and more obvious and you start to question yourself like what the fuck is going on like what the hell am i doing something wrong is it me am i being a criminal around here am i am i being rejected what's going on and you're you you start having all of these all of this uh circle of endless questions that keep on popping up into your head and you don't know what the fuck's going on like you don't know really like you just keep asking yourself all these questions you can't find an answer to them because at the same time now your intuition is getting more stronger and that feeling that disturbing annoying uncomfortable feeling is getting stronger and you know it it's there you know it's there but you just you, you can't seem to um confirm it yet you're really confused at this point and you don't know whether to believe it or not you're 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 torn between trying to agree with your intuition and how you're feeling but also uh what you seem to convince yourself of like this person is charming this boss is really nice they're treating everyone nicely and like I said, over time, things become really weird and they start to uh, be more frequent and they start to expose themselves little by little until you know that these things are not so freaking normal and you you become sure and certain over time that these things are directed intentionally to you and only you. Or you and a few other people, but it is somehow, some way hidden from you. You can't really see what's what's going on behind the scenes. But you can feel the tension. You can feel some bad vibes going on. And you can't confirm it yet. Until I get to this point where you are pretty fucking sure. There's something wrong with this boss. Because they're not treating me right. They're not treating me well. They're targeting me. This person is using every single strategy possible to target me, to insult me in every single way, to the way they even talk, the way you even call them and they and they respond is not normal. This person is not treating me fairly like how they treat everybody else. And of course, they seemed charming in the beginning. They seemed really nice, and they seemed really cool, and everybody liked them. But it's, it's strange, you know. Sometimes you just feel like th- this person, like ever since the beginning of you working in the company, you just you can see stuff. You you can see and notice 
the very, very small, subtle things that you deny yourself, of course. You can tell that that person does not like you, like the first impression, let's say. And then they keep on disliking you and they keep proving it to you unintentionally or even intentionally through time. And through time you realize how ridiculous it is that people hate you for the least and the stupidest reason ever. And they don't know you in person. They don't know what you've been through, The, re- the strangely enough. They don't know what you've been through. They don't know the shit you have you have gone through the people you have met before the lessons you have learned from them or the success you've had or the happy moments you did you you had or what's going on either yourself your family your friends whatever you don't know any of that when you come to the workplace and you're trying ready to work and you're trying to do your best you're always being you're always like presented with these resentful looks these vengeful bitter looks like you you can you can tell like you can notice you know and the the moment you speak or the moment there's a joke and everyone laughs and you say something so that everyone laughs again this person sort of changes their mind as if you said something wrong just now you shouldn't have said that like You've insulted everyone, or you've insulted them in particular, which has nothing to do with anyone. You just mentioned a joke, and usually here you get misunderstood. Usually by the boss, I'm pretty sure some colleagues would understand you, like, fine, just fine. But then the the supervisor or the boss just gets it in a wrong way, and turns it around to become something about them all of a sudden. Like, now you are offending them, now you're disrespecting them, now you're doing this that undermines their power in this company, their influence, their job, their work, basically. So, like, what the fuck? Like, why? Why do this? And then what's even worse is, of course, with time, you realize how fucking toxic this environment is. You do not have a choice of actually um, choosing the environment to be healthy in the first place. You put yourself in this workplace and then you later on find out whether or not it's toxic. Yeah, that's the nature of things, yeah. But then you realize how toxic this environment is. You realize every day how bad you dread waking up and going to this workplace and you curse and you cuss every single step you make to the workplace wherever it is you work this company and you cuss at them and you cuss at the co-workers and you cuss at the supervisor or the boss or whatever you just cuss at everyone just because you're feeling really this angry inside you're you're boiling on the inside because of what they've done to you and not necessarily everyone but they they can be the supervisor along with their so-called friends can be united against you they can do that they can absolutely do that especially if there's like a special sort of treatment going on and you are being scapegoated let's say you're being avoided you're being you know just ignored unconsidered just any of these things that make you feel useless socially speaking i'm talking 
And then you react negatively because at some point you also get crazy. You you lose it. You can't just keep acting normal when you've you need when you are in the middle of situations like these. You get to a point where you you act a little bit crazy, you go a little bit out of your way, and you stay some and you say some things that are wrong, that are inappropriate. And you behave in some ways which are again between quotes rude or disrespectful or whatever unprofessional oh yeah they love to use that word unprofessional and uh yeah so and so what you do is you lose your mind a little bit because of what they've done to you and now you are being exposed as this really introvert about to explode crazy as criminal okay um yeah all right at this point it is basically climax this is the peak of shit hitting the fan okay this is like the worst point because the explosion can also be an implosion instead of an explosion instead of exploding in in front of everyone the person ends up imploding or sharing the problem going on disturbing their daily life to their friends and at least that can that can ease shit up a little bit all right so yeah and then um comes to this point where like i said you confirm these things to yourself and you say oh my god I was not wrong. This person is totally up against me. They're like targeting me. They're doing whatever it takes to disrespect me and to belittle me in this workplace. You know, look at me as someone useless. Look at me as someone who's not doing enough, who's never doing enough, who is easily compared to and who's really this person that is just not really unfriendable, basically. Okay. What's even worse is that this person, this arrogant person, can smear campaign you. So see, they have some narcissistic uh, traits as well. They can smear campaign you, campaign, come, campaign you. They can ruin your reputation in front of everyone else without you noticing. It, everything goes behind your back. Obviously, everyone goes behind the scenes. Whatever it is that you do, everyone talks about it, you are not there, everyone just gossips about you, and then you wonder what the fuck's going on with everyone, why is everyone so against me? And then you cannot wonder, because now you have confirmed how bad these people become. Now you realize that this is a whole team against you. It's not just the supervisor or the boss thinking you are destroying their rank or their job in the, in the, in the company. Now it's the whole fucking team, you know? And, uh, yeah. And and you can notice these things. Then, then your colleagues who, who you once trusted, whom you once trusted and whom you once could talk comfortably to, now are using these tactics like flying monkeys to tell whatever it is you're telling them to the boss because they have the right, quote unquote, to know what's going on. They have the right to ask if 
that that person did anything wrong, and if they did, and even if they didn't, they would make it sound as though they are the criminal, this person, this scapegoated person. So I have the flying monkeys, who are these colleagues who, they cannot disagree with a narcissist, the boss, who's narcissist, who's supremely arrogant, you know, who has an ego that is never really whole and is never really fed and it constantly needs feeding and it constantly needs admiration and um what's the other word uh affirmation yeah so they can just go to the narcissistic boss and then come back to you with this really really fantastic just fantastic, marvelous, wonderfully structured story about this boss who is tired, who is overwhelmed, who is under stress, who, and they just pre- present this person as someone who is really, really uh, poor and pitiful. And you, as the scapegoated person, you have to pity this boss, this supervisor, whatever. Um, because they are under so much stress, there there's so much going on in their life, and they're overwhelmed, and they get angry, and you're treating this, you're treated this bad because they're angry and they're frustrated, and it has nothing to do with you. Okay, it might have nothing to do with me as a scapegoated person or anyone in this situation, as a matter of fact. But to what extent am I going, or is anyone going to endure this fucking? pain to what extent am i supposed to allow myself in this level of humiliation to what extent am i allowing myself to be stepped on like a rug like a mattress like a freaking piece of paper that is just thrown on the streets and pushed by the wind whenever it win it's windy like you know these questions that just that you just ask yourself because you you've had enough things are accumulating and becoming overwhelmingly more than enough and the glass is starting to be full and trying to empty itself out because it's so full right now you can't handle anything anymore it's too much to bear Plus the dreading when you wake up every morning and go to the company you hate, the people that you hate there. Although you're doing your best to adapt, to try to be friendly to everyone. But every time you just notice these things that are driving you insane and every time it's someone that is doing this shitty childish thing that just makes you go crazy and say... What the F is going on with this person? Like, I'm trying to be friendly, and now look at th- look at how they made me do. Look at how they made me feel, and look at how what they made me do. And they make you do this crazy bad stuff, so that, so that whatever it is that these flying monkeys tell to their boss or supervisor, that you, 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 the scapegoated employee did, actually confirms how bad you, the scapegoated employee, are. It confirms their their assumption, which used to be a lie first, and now every time 
They're trying to do these things intentionally to make you go crazy, you, the scapegoated employee, so that the flying monkeys get the chance to confirm this to the boss, and the boss gets happy every time they hear st- they hear shit about you like this, and they don't mind whooping your ass. They don't mind scolding you every now and then, or even on the whole time. They don't mind giving you these resentful stares. You know, they don't mind insulting you in front of everyone, even though you're joking about something. It has nothing to do with offending anyone. And then it becomes normal. It becomes the norm that you are the one being targeted around there. You're being the one who is the trouble in the workforce. You know, and that really, really sucks. And then it comes a time where you just can't take it anymore and you decide to leave. Who? Not the company, not the colleagues, your boss. You leave your boss eventually. You leave them. Because why? Because why the fuck not? (laughs) No, seriously, I mean, why? You can't allow yourself in this situation forever. You can't allow yourself to be sinking in this really uh crazy wild sea of chaotic narcissistic abuse going on in the workplace now can you you do not allow your dignity to be stepped on by these un undes- how do i say it untrustworthy unfriendly disrespectful rude people unprofessional people and now who is the wrong one you are because you left the company now it's your fault and everyone cheers up and everyone is behind your back and like being so happy that you left and and you can you can tell like the, the day you leave like you can see people literally like holding their smiles those flying monkeys they're trying their best not to not to laugh so hard they're trying to giggle inside and you can see even your boss is smiling widely at a point and you can see that you can notice and you're like wow i'm really appreciated in this company well they better find a better employee because i'm out of here Heck, I'm even gonna go and find a better place for me that can actually include me as a person and not as a mug and not as a rug to step on. So yeah, you leave your boss and you get out there and just you, you just forget about this toxic person because you cannot, you cannot keep this person in your life. You have to block them. You have to avoid contacting them. You have to go no contact with them. Like, why not? This person is... Whenever whenever you add someone to your social media these days, even from your workplace, you're fucking dead. Like, they they try to spy on you. They, they try to know what's going on with you. And they try to tell your boss. And even if you didn't mean to post that thing, they're going to tell them. And, you're, and, you're, and your ex-boss, whenever you're coming to get your salary, for example, then, you're, then they're talking about you 
or they're mentioning you and they're calling you in specific and telling you, hey, didn't you do this or didn't you post this about this on Facebook? And you're like, what the fuck? I didn't mean for them to see this. But now they didn't. What are you going to do? See, that's the problem. You get stuck and they want you to be stuck. They want to torture you, psychologically speaking. And that's what abuse is. They want to do that. They'd love to do that. These flying monkeys, this narcissistic boss, this whole toxic environment, basically. So you really, really just have to freaking just save yourself as soon as possible. Don't stay for a year. Don't stay for fucking six months. Get out whenever you notice things are getting really bad really shortly. Even as short as three months, you know, seriously. Because you cannot take this thing as the norm. You cannot accept such a thing. You have to realize that when when you do when you're doing some soul searching, you have to know how hurt and torn and destroyed your soul is deep inside when you look at yourself and see what the fuck's going on. Why are you getting up angry every day? Why are you dreading going to the company? Why are you being mistreated at the company? Why are you being targeted? And you feel it. And your intuition tells you. And then you agree with it, finally. Because it is then you find out that it is then that your intuition is correct. And it has been all the time. You've just been denying it. That's it. You know? And we all do this. We all do this mistake. So, yeah. Get out. Just one simple tip. Just get out as soon as you see shit hitting the fan. Whenever you feel like you cannot take this anymore, just flip out. Take the decision. Just do it. Even if it takes being humiliated in front of everyone because they love to do so. These fucking narcissistic bosses or supervisors or whatever title they they hold... They love to do so because it feeds their ego, you know, it's part of them. I feel like some people do this intentionally because they love to hurt others. They love to see the pain that they once felt, perhaps in their childhood, be inflicted on someone else. And they love to see that because they have been hurt before, so why not hurt somebody else? For the sake of it. Because it makes them feel good about themselves. Unfortunately. So yeah, have the dignity to leave. And be careful with people, okay? Do not give any 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 sort of private life information to any of your co-workers. Do not exp- disclose any of your social media. Even if you do, as soon as you quit your job delete or even block them um and just go out and live your life the best this but the best way you can do things you love appreciate yourself feed your own ego (sighs) try to be whole okay try to be wholesome surround yourself with people who support you because a support, a nice support circle is extremely important. So find those people who can, you know, support you and embrace you. 
and with whom you feel comfortable being yourself around. So yeah, just don't rot in a workplace that is already dirty, with dirty people, filthy people, alright? Alright, thank you for listening, hope you enjoyed the episode. So, the episode has ended here, and you can guess this is my goodbye speech. (laughs) No, just kidding. I hope you found this episode insightful to some degree. You can always like, comment, favorite, share, and even subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor or any other platform like Podbean, Stitcher, Spreaker, Acast, and others. I would also appreciate your support for a very small monthly fee if you'd like. If you have any topic, suggestion, question, or some kind of feedback you'd like to share, don't hesitate to send me a brief voice message on the Anchor uh, webpage of the podcast. I will take care of it. To conclude, this was Self-Evolution Regardless. I'm your host, Maram Berhoma, and I will see you in the next episode.